places, places, please. Welcome to Valley Stage Notes, all things theatre in the Valley. I'm Kevin Julian with my co-hosts, Marna McClendon and Keith McClendon. Kat has been in local theatre a long time, and she's going to be a fascinating interview. Well, I really like that we're on the stage where it all happens at Starlight Community Theatre. So for me, the fact that we're doing the interview here, oh, that's fun. Yeah, and I guess I'm the lucky one who gets to interview her. I'm really looking forward today to interviewing Pat, especially that she's had such a long and successful career. There's so many things that I'm sure she knows that would be helpful for anyone out there who's interested in theatre. Well, I think you're right. She has been around. Great experience. Uh, Last time I saw her, I think we were in pajamas together on Pajama (laughs) Game. But I'm enjoying being in the theater at Starlight Community Theater, and we're on the stage to do the interview. Well, we're delighted to be here today at the Starlight Community Theater with Pat Draypack, an actress with a long and distinguished career. (laughs) Welcome, Pat. Thank you. It's nice to be here. So the first thing I'd like to ask you is, how did you get involved in acting? What was, oh. if you can, if you can, actually, tell I, us I about can a remember spark. The, yeah. the very first was I was um, I was a Girl Scout, and one of the Yay. badges was a theatrical ba- badge. And of course, in Girl Scouts, you know, you're all girls. And the very first play I was ever in was Rip Van Winkle, <laughs> and I played the part of Henry Hudson. And I guess you can say <laughs> it started there. Yeah. So. And now I said you had a long, distinguished career. So how long have you? Oh, been um, well, doing this? in growing up, theater wasn't available to me. There was no youth theater. Um, and I'm 65, so you know we're talking in the. You know, I was born in 57, so you can kind of guess the yeah. age frame that I'm talking about. Right. So youth theater was just not an option until you got to junior high. So in ninth grade is the first time. And um, I actually have to credit a counselor. I was on a fast track academic program, and I had one elective left, and it was a drama class. And this is a terrible thing to say, but in ninth grade, the kids who took drama were, you know, considered goof off. You know, they weren't theater me. You know, in ninth grade, how can you major in theater? You don't right. know. And I went to my counselor and said, I can't be in this class. I And he's like, okay, what are you going to give up? What what advanced science, math, history? Oh, I can't give it. Well, then you're in. And he said to me, you're going to learn a lot in this class. You need to approach it differently. You're going to learn how to public, you know, public speaking skills. You're going to le- learn confidence in yourself. You're going to learn things that these other classes and at the time, I thought, yeah, he just doesn't want to change my <laughs> right. schedule. Yeah. But it did prove to be, um, what he said proved to be true. I learned a lot from, and then consider, and just did acting from there on. Uh, now, that's very interesting. Have you ever had any contact with that person ever since? Like, did they know that? Yes. What well, they did meant so much to Yes, you? yes. By the time, when I got to college, then I even went back and said to the counselor, and I've always credited Mr. Googer, Doug Googer was my first drama teacher, with really uh, creating the interest in me for theater and the things I could do and challenging me to do better. Yeah. So, yes. Okay, this question got a few parts. So, what would you consider your first play or maybe your first professional one? Like, when was the moment when you knew, I am now an actress? Oh. 
So you may have felt you may have done it. I know before, as you've mentioned, but when did you really feel? Because this can be different for many people depending on their career. That that's a I, I that's a very good question. I have to stop and think. There was a I don't know that I've ever considered myself an actress, but I've always enjoyed it, and it's a it's a very odd it's a very odd interest to have. Because unlike enjoying reading a book, you can pick the book up and read it anytime. You crochet, you knit, you play tennis, you can find somebody, shoot hoops by yourself. But in acting, you can't do it by yourself. Someone has to ask you. You, you have to prepare, you have to audition, and then someone has to say, yes, I select you to be in this role. So I've always enjoyed it. I never always thought I would. And trust me, I have far more turndowns than I do parts that I've gotten. So you do question yourself, like, am I good at this? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. um, I can assure you you've made it. I mean, it sounds like you've done it for decades. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think every actor would say they'd like to do it more than they have. Yeah. You know, but I can honestly say even parts I haven't gotten, I've got, I always go to see the show because I just love theater. I love to watch it. It's like my school. That's how I learn. I'm too old to go to college anymore to, you know, learn special traits. But you learn a lot by watching. And I've never gone to a show that I've auditioned for where I haven't got cast. And I've never thought, oh, I should have been in that show. I've never thought that. I always go with appreciate, like, wow, that was really good. You know, like you see the whole ensemble, you see the final product. It sounds to me you have a tremendous amount of resilience and perseverance. Now, where would you say you got that from? Because you said you've had more turndowns then yes and I think I think with theater you have to understand there is a lot of talent in the valley and you when you when you audition you have to understand that there's just a likelihood that you won't be cast as you will be cast and a lot of it is the total look it's yes talent is a big part of it but it's also how you look like I I know Dan Ashlock had referenced in another podcast uh, as a director it's about who shows up you know and so if if you show up at my age and somebody and a man shows up looking similar to i do in my age we could very well be cast as husband and wife or as love interests but if the majority of men who show up look younger than me then a director looks at that and says well that doesn't look like a plausible relationship they don't look like they're close in age or close in chem you know there's a lot of factors that that yeah. go into that so i think in resiliency you just learn that it's not always about you whether you get cast you know you can't let it go to your head thinking you were the best you might not have been the best you might have been the one with less conflicts you might have been the one <laughs> right. who looked more well no, no. It, it is all part of it yeah. you know right. like there's a lot more yeah yeah but is there anything in particular though that you would say because that's a, a definite quality you know most people you know there may have been many people your contemporaries people you know who, and they may have seemed like they might have been ahead of you, perhaps, or were more advanced, but they may not still be doing it now. But you oh, still I, continue it. It's part of your life. I think it's your passion. You, I enjoy yeah, it. Right. And I think passion carries you through. If you enjoy something, it's easier to stick with it, no matter the hardship. And if you don't enjoy it, it's yeah. really easy to give up, even if it comes to you. Right. You know, even if it's easy for you to do if you don't enjoy it, you know. Pat, you mentioned passion mm-hmm. and, and the ability to get back into another audition and it, you're always learning. But also I'm thinking, um, if you don't have the passion, the rigors of rehearsals and then tech week, you have to have the energy and the passion to just get through the, the mere schedule 
Well, and I, I think if you don't have the passion, if you don't enjoy it, then it's easy to say, I don't want to do this again. Oh, do you know? Okay. I, yeah. I, if you really enjoy something, you also know there are hardships with anything. Nothing's ever perfect. There's no, no matter what you do in life, no matter what you enjoy, it's not always easy street, you know, but if you enjoy it, it helps you get through those more challenging times or difficult times. And you have to look at the final picture. You right, know? right. Makes sense. Now, Pat, I wanted to pick up on something you said a few minutes ago that acting is not something you do by yourself. Yes. <laughs> now, you did a one woman show. Oh, yes, 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 now, yes. And it was wonderful. Oh, thank you. And, but explain. How many people are really involved yes. in bringing that to life? See, there it's is, not just you. No, it is not. Because you have a director. You have someone who's looking at you in the movement. In, in that case, in the one woman show I did, it was Dan Ashlock. So he's watching me to say, am I portraying these words accurately? One, am I saying the words that are on the page? Because there's the, there's the adage, if it's not on the page, it's not on the stage. So you can't ad lib. You know, you, you've oh, got to say what's written. Point. Right. Yeah, and, and are you conveying what the playwright wants with that emotion? You know, some scripts will specifically tell you this needs to be done in this amount of time. This is not a funny or this is humorous. Don't make this dramatic. You know, some playwrights give you very specific parameters that they want a certain passage, how they want that passage delivered. But yeah, you have someone who's involved in costuming. Do you look the part? You know, is this what this character would have worn for this time period? in this particular instant. You have somebody who does lighting. Are you in good light? Are you standing on a black stage? Is there shadows? You have someone who's doing sound effects. You know, in the one woman show, there was medical equipment, there was a helicopter, you know, there were things to put the audience in that frame of mind where that character was, even though you can't go to an airport, you can't go to a, you know, change a setting to a hospital. Um, you've got people who do programs, you've got people who do advertising, you've got people who sell tickets, you've got people who are running the bathroom and the concessions and greeting people at the door. So there is no one woman, well, maybe there is if somebody does all that themselves. <laughs> and I don't know who that is. Not the bathroom. Yeah, I draw the line. No, I clean the bathroom, so I guess I don't draw the line. But yeah. Have you considered any other roles within the theater but not acting like managing mm. directing oh i would never direct oh I, I i i i always say i'm a good little soldier i really think you tell me what to do and i'll do it um but and i've been a manager in my working life and i i'm i'm kind of like um poor planning on your part doesn't constitute an emergency on mine. And I've been in a lot of theatrical shows where people don't pull their weight. And I, I have little tolerance for that, but I also, I can resign myself to say, I'm not the director, that's the director's <laughs> issue. I don't have to worry about that. Right. I just, I just gotta be the best little soldier. I gotta do my part and do it well, enter when I'm supposed to, you know, leave when I'm supposed to exit and help out where I can. But yeah, I know I've never, I've never would want to direct too many variables. <laughs> I would not deal well. Um, and I like, I have helped at Starlight, like volunteer, like if they need help, I, I've done concessions, I've done ushering, I've done raffle, you know, I'm uh, like that, but I've never, I don't have the knowledge like to run a light board or to do sound or. Now, there's so many things you've said that are so interesting, I wish, we could go longer, but <laughs> I want to try and help <laughs> sure. lots of potential oh. budding actresses and actors out there. Um, so I think something I would like to ask is if 
you today could speak to the younger. Oh, yeah, the younger me? The younger you. Yeah. What, what, what advice would you give knowing everything that has come after? Would it be something that I wouldn't change a thing or... Oh, it? no, I would. Oh, I, okay. I, yeah. It, the younger me, I would have said, um, I would have gone back and told the younger me, take voice lessons. I have no musical background. I, I don't play an instrument. I don't read music. And I say I... I say I don't sing, but you know, I, I can carry a tune, but it's not, I will never be in a musical other than ensemble, you know, that, um, so I would go back to tell my younger self, take voice lessons. I, um, because that would have been available to me. Yeah. And, um, I, and maybe even dance lessons. Okay. Yeah. For, for other parts that you could, you know, portray. Yeah. And tying that into advice you would give to budding actors and actresses out there someone let's say you were advising hey I'm 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 really interested in acting or being an actress I, I don't know what what to do how to get started are there any tips out there that you would give I would say um you know depending on their age I would say start out small you know start out at your local community theater be willing to accept an ensemble part or a small role learn the ropes learn what's all involved um and uh, you know, and it, a lot of it is, pra it's like anything in life, practice, practice, practice. Yeah. The more you do it, the better you get, the easier yeah. it is, the more things you learn. Thank you so much, oh. Pat. I mean, that that's wonderful. I mean, I think we're going to probably interview again, for oh. you again. We don't want to okay. stop your flow, really. <laughs> oh, quite all right. Um, but um, we, we appreciate so much for you to share some of your career and your personal experiences with well, us today. You're very welcome and I appreciate the podcast and being able to spread the word about theater in the valley because it's so underutilized I think. You know I've been to shows where the, there's not a lot of audience members and I just really think that theater has such an important part in all aspects of society so I just appreciate you promoting valley theater. Uh, ab so absolutely you. and I mean if you will I mean we'd be happy to give you the space to perhaps talk about a few things that you think could be helpful to to improve things as you as you as you think yes like have yeah. more people in the audience um is there anything you would i i, I you know i'd like to tell people don't be afraid to go to see theater yeah. i i i i i sometimes say it's like the dumbing down of america we watch too much tv and it's mm. it's so flat yeah, entertainment yeah. and it's not always educational not in all cases but there's a lot on tv that just really is mundane it doesn't really challenge your mind it doesn't make you think um and theater is such a intimate experience right. and i i think and i think uh, i think there's a viewpoint that community theater is not good is not worthy of being watched and i and, and it's not it's not true in the least you know but i i think there's that concept that people think oh my neighbors on the show you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay I'll, yeah. What can we say we're doing those three weekends so we don't <laughs> But that's yeah. just my viewpoint. So. Uh, no, we hear you loud and clear and we appreciate you sharing that with us and we hope that does make some people a little bit more interested, be willing to step out and see something. Pat's wealth of experience and her love of the theater just comes across so well. It is a pleasure to talk with her. Her excitement is contagious. What really struck me about that interview with Pat was how she has stayed so humble despite all the successes and a long career. I mean, she almost sounds like 
an actress just starting like a, there's a freshness to it just like you know if i if if i don't get the gig i'm just gonna move on and do the next one yeah and, and she mentioned that she's had more rejections than she's had yeah. um, parts which i guess is true of any local actor yeah i think that is a good point and what i took away from chatting with her was she is very focused so she really approaches it as a job. She takes it seriously. She works hard at it. Yeah. But her joy and her passion are incredible. Yeah. She mentions that she sees herself as a good soldier. Just yeah. tell her what to do, and she will darn well do it. And she'll do it well. Right. That was the episode that was. Tune in next week for another episode of Valley Stage Notes.